Welcome into the Empty Bottle Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Zane, joined by my co-host, Danny. And today, we're going to be joined by Corey. As always, guys, good to have you on. Um, we're going to start off with drinks this morning. Um, Corey, how are you? What are you drinking today? Oh, not so bad. Thanks for having me. I, uh, I'm just sipping on water today. It's a, it's a bit early to crack anything else open. You know, maybe in 15 minutes at, uh, at noon, I'll bust one open. <laughs> very good yeah Danny and I have a have had a couple episodes where we just had to go with the water Danny how are you today what are you drinking uh man I'm going with water also uh, yesterday uh, was my first test uh PA school here and so last night uh just having a few drinks to uh kind of celebrate the first little break here so I'm just drinking some water and uh preparing for tonight Nice. Sounds good. Two waters and I got um, just a morning kombucha. Kind of get some energy in me. You don't want any of that um, truly you had last night? Absolutely not. That's <laughs> disgusting. A little bit of money. I, I think it's safe to say we're not going to get sponsored by uh, Truly anytime soon. <laughs> Those things are nasty. Truly uh, iced teas, folks, stay away. Not my favorite. I see that sounds pretty good. Like I, I love iced teas. Well, it could have, like you know, it could definitely could have been, but it was poorly executed. It, it's not good. <laughs> All right, so we've got a couple headlines to get into today. Well, let's start off with the NFL coaching carousel. We've seen three hires in the past week. We had Urban Meyer being signed by the Jags, Robert Salah going to the New York Jets, and then just recently, Arthur, Arthur Smith uh, being um, hired by the Atlanta Falcons. Danny, looking at these three hires, which one do you think was the best hire? And then maybe just a little bit, looking at it a little bit differently, who do you think is going to be the most successful? Nice. Maybe we'll just get to that. Um, I, got, I mean, I think by default, I would have to go Urban Meyer just because – they're about to get their franchise quarterback, either Justin Fields, Justin, uh, sorry, Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. And, you know, you're going to have a coach who's, I mean, he's proven that he can just coach just about anybody. Now that wasn't college, so he hasn't coached in the NFL at all. So that will be interesting, but I feel like a good coach is a good coach anywhere. And with an owner, that's going to be giving him a big contract. So he doesn't have to be, worried about someone looking over his shoulder, about to take his job. He's about to get his franchise quarterback that he can groom himself. I got to go with that over anybody else. Urban Meyer, that's a good choice. Corey, which one did you think was the best hire? This one's a little tricky. I think that Urban Meyer has the biggest chance of being a home run hire. Uh, He's obviously, like Danny said, he's a proven coach. Although I don't know if I can agree with a, a good head coach is a good head coach anywhere. Um, Nick Saban wasn't so great in the NFL, um, <clears throat> but he's obviously insanely uh, successful in college. I think that Urban Meyer's got the biggest home run potential, um, so I'm going to go with him, um, live on the edge a little bit with that hire, but I think that Robert Salah, or Salah, however you say that, I have no idea, and I'm bad with names. Yeah, Salah. Yeah, I think, he, uh, I think he's the safest hire, and I, I tell you, I was really hoping the Lions would go in typical Lion fashion, they did not do that. 
Yeah, that defense has been legit. To, or sorry, the San Francisco 49ers defense has been pretty legit. What probably one of the biggest reasons they went to the Super Bowl a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking at it, um, I I also kind of think I'm not too impressed with the Arthur Smith hire. I mean, we'll see. I really don't know that much about him, but I mean the. The Titans' offense was turnaround handed to Derrick Henry, um, so we'll we'll yeah. see what kind of an we'll see what kind of an organizer Arthur Smith is. You know, going from coordinator to head coach, um, it's a totally different ball game. Um, so I I think we're kind of on the same page. Um, Salah's a good hire, but Urban Meyer just being having been the organizer at multiple you know teams and organizations. Definitely probably gives him the edge here, being the head coach, being the top dog, having to organize everything. Uh, we'll see who he brings on his staff as well um, to help him out in terms of offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. Um, they might stick with Byron Leftwich actually down there. Or he might be in Tampa. I don't know. Really... But anyway... I'd probably go with Meyer as well, especially yeah. getting Trevor Lawrence. And I think they also have the most cap space out of any team oh, in the upcoming season. Yeah, that's a huge They have like a hundred million dollars in cap wow. space. Um, and you get to you get to preach, you know, that hey, we've got the number one pick coming in. This guy's gonna be a stud. Come down here and yeah, join like our team. Alan Robinson, could you maybe see him going back to Jack- Jacksonville? Um, yeah, I could probably see him going back to Jacksonville. It, it, Maybe he now realizes that going to the Bears wasn't, you know, the grass being greener on the other side. Yeah. So, um, well, I can definitely see that. Portals passing the ball to him before that. So, I mean, for him to put up all those statistics with having Mitchell Trubisky and Blake Bortles throwing in the ball, pretty damn good. Yeah, absolutely. Some warm weather oh, back one thing I'd like um, to point out with uh, Urban Meyer is that, like, I know he has health concerns. Uh, but now that he doesn't have to recruit, he doesn't have to deal with boosters anymore, and he can just concentrate on simply just the game of football and not necessarily as much uh, roster management. I, I think that is, you know, proves that he's going to be here for much longer than he was at Florida or Ohio State, where he had to step away for health concerns. I do agree. Well, we shall see. It will be a very interesting year. You know, we'll see you. If there's fans, we'll, we'll, we'll see how the next season goes. It'll be very interesting, very exciting. Uh, we've got a little bit of news out of the NBA as players continue to test positive for COVID. Uh, games are getting uh, suspended or postponed. We're seeing a lot of delays, a lot of teams playing, some teams playing with only nine players. Um, I, I'll toss it over to you, Corey, first. Do you think the NBA is going to make it through the season? Do you think they need to pause the season, go to a bubble? How do you think they should proceed? Uh, I, I think they'll make it through. Um, it's very possible they have a pause or even multiple pauses, hopefully for not very long if they happen. Um, I think they'll make it through. Out, out of all of the leagues, I think the NBA probably was the most proactive with uh figuring out how to handle COVID. Um, granted, they, they did have that long pause and then the bubble last year, but I think they handled it pretty well. I have a lot of confidence in Silver as their, uh, as their little leader there, and I think he's a pretty good problem solver. Uh, I think they get it done. Pauses seem almost likely to me, but I'm hoping that they don't have to happen. With the vaccine coming out, it, uh, it might help a little bit too. Yeah, there's actually a... 
I think the NBA got sent a memo that says they they can't skip the line or that the NBA doesn't want any of their athletes getting the vaccine over any of like you know first line workers and stuff like that. Charles Barkley wants um, them to skip the line. That's an ignorant Charles. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Danny, what are your thoughts on that uh, on the NBA this so far this season? Right. I mean, so they're not they're not jumping the line just because they pay more taxes. You know, like Charles Barkley says, that's not going to happen. They're just going to get it like with the rest of the population, the general population when it's their turn. But I mean, vaccines are catching up. Like the distribution is starting to like really hit, you know, full send here. And I think the NBA is just going to try to just keep their head down and just keep grinding until everybody's vaccinated and they can just deal with that, you know, game by game, week by week until everybody's vaccinated. And and so if there wasn't a vaccine on the horizon uh, for these players, I could see them wanting to go back to a bubble. But since it's so close, I just can't see the NBA players being okay with going back to a bubble when they know they're going to get vaccinated in a few weeks or, Let's say they already got it and they're over it, you know, and they're not really at risk for getting it again. Uh, I could see the NBA just trying to just weather the storm until that vaccination comes through. Yeah, I think I agree. It's just too far out to have to go to a bubble like that again. Um, I mean, they barely decided, you know, agreed on the bubble last time for just the playoffs. Uh, so that's probably what we'll see. Just a continuation of the NBA season, unless obviously the stars, you start to see a lot of stars, um, have to sit out games and we might have a, a, you know, a two week lull or something like that. Um, but we shall see. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. We've got the, uh, playoff games to recap from last week. I thought it was a pretty exciting weekend. Um, a lot of close games, a lot of fourth quarter, you know, games decided in the fourth quarter. Um, we'll kind of just recap what we picked and if we were surprised by anything, uh, game one Colts versus bills. I took the bills. Um, definitely thought that it wasn't going to be a three point game. The Colts definitely made a late game surge there. Um, Danny, I think you had the bills as well. And Corey went out on, on the limb there and went for the Colts. Uh, were you guys surprised by that or anything in that game? I don't know. I wasn't surprised because Philip Rivers, uh, game-winning drives, they just don't happen. How many times like, have we seen in Los Angeles or San Diego where he has the ball with less than two minutes to go or a little over two minutes, and he just throws a back-breaking interception? So not surprised at all. Yeah, you know, I, I have to agree. Um, you know, I, I did pick the Colts to win, but I, I had a feeling it was going to be a nail-biter. And Danny's got a great point. How many times have we seen Philip Rivers on a potential game-winning drive? And, uh, you know, he's got the ball in his hands, and then suddenly the other team has the ball in their hands, and the game's over. And Philip Rivers is uh, crying on the bench somewhere. I, it seems to be a yearly, yearly <laughs> occurrence at this point. Um, I feel bad for Colts fans. I'm surrounded by them here in Indiana. Uh, I think they knew, like, Philip Rivers was not the answer. He can get you to the playoffs, but he's not going to get you through them. Exactly. And looking at the Rams and the Seahawks, I think all three of us had picked the Seahawks to win that game. Uh, I was pretty shocked at how bad the Seahawks look. I know the Rams have a good defense, but the Seahawks just looked all out of sorts. Russell Wilson was just running for his life the entire time. I mean, what happened to that offensive line in Seattle? My goodness. I mean, it's, it's 
Russell Wilson was trying to go for that MVP trophy early earlier in the year, and now he's just running for his life. I mean, it, it shows you how quickly things can change in a matter of one season. But, uh, you know, for them to have still lost against uh, a quarterback who doesn't have a thumb, oh. that's, like, embarrassing. <laughs> Especially since they had home field advantage. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough because I don't want to take anything away from from that uh, the Rams defense because they played out of their minds and just completely shut down the Seahawks. But it's it's crazy to me because for me the storyline is just how bad the Seahawks looked and not how good the Rams defense and and their offense. I mean, you're right; they have a quarterback without a thumb who's dealing dimes, making Russell Wilson look like a rookie scrub out there. I don't know. It was tough. Um, we all we all flopped on that pick for sure. That was not a good pick. Uh, Bears Saints. We're not going to stay on this one too long. We all picked the Bears in just optimistic hope. Nah, man, I picked the Saints. Hey. <laughs> oh, you did? No, I no, no. We all picked the Bears. <laughs> Danny, out here trying to change this. Anyway, I went yeah. all heart, man. Didn't go as planned. We got a garbage time touchdown, so that means that was about as exciting as it got for the Bears. So we'll just move on. Uh, Bucks versus Washington. Uh, I think we all had the Bucks there, dude. I like that. Danny. Quarterback. I think Danny went Washington Heineke, just because uh, he wanted that, to be different. That that Washington quarterback was pretty sweet, fun to watch. There, he made it interesting there. Yeah, came out with all heart. Yeah, he's definitely. I mean, yeah, yeah. He he had a good game. Might have been a one hit wonder. We'll see. Um, Ravens Titans Lamar Jackson got his first playoff win first I, I guess we're gonna call that you know a prime time when a, a big game win that he needed to get get that win uh I thought that was pretty impressive I kind of thought I, I definitely picked the Titans no I picked the Ravens I was the only one to pick the Ravens but uh um definitely happy for Lamar Jackson um he kind of had just that I guess the stigma is the right word about him. It's just like not a big game quarterback. Can't, you know, can't win the big game. So um, I don't want him to beat the Bills this weekend because I, I like the Bills more. Yeah, me too. But uh, definitely happy that he at least got a, a playoff win. I don't understand necessarily that. Like, I know all right, primetime games, I understand. But like the playoff, quote unquote, monkey, he's played two playoff games before this, like this past one. Like, yeah, but the reason it's like the monkey is because they were like thirteen and three. And I mean, it wasn't like yeah, that's yeah. It, it was like all right, well, where'd you go, Lamar Jackson, in the playoffs? You know, it's not like they got in as the the, the last seed. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think uh, I think he he. It's good to see him get that off his back. You know, brush that off and move along. But I uh, I have to agree. I don't I don't want to see them get through the Bills. I uh, I like the Bills a little more. They're a little more fun to watch. I think. All right, I'm sorry for speaking up. Yeah, that's okay. Just uh, no, we'll let it. We'll let it slide. Thank you. Uh, and then, lastly, just to uh, summarize last week's games with the Browns beating the Steelers, uh, that was a pretty thrilling game all around. Got kind of close for the Browns. We all picked the Browns to support our guy Corey yeah. over there. Um, we're gonna obviously need to probably tighten it up a little bit. With hey, no, hey, no, Chief. I doubt Patrick Mahomes is going to be throwing four picks. Um, <laughs> so, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that in the playoff pick Um But uh, a pretty good game, I think. So, what do you guys think? Danny, after you. Go ahead, Corey. All right, fine. Uh, I was, I got to tell you, I was running around my house screaming my head off. You know, first play from the scrimmage, pouncy, doing so. 
dropped right into the end zone for an easy six for the Browns. And from there on for the whole first quarter, it was just all Browns. And then, of course, as any Browns fan will tell you, I was not comfortable until the clock hit zero. But, boy, was it fun to watch. I haven't I haven't been so excited about a Browns football game in a very long time. And, yeah, you know, Ben gifted us with, uh, with what, four turnovers, four interceptions I think he threw. Yeah, four four turnovers. Yeah, that's backbreaking. Very, yeah, it might be time for big might be time for Big Ben to, to hang him up. But we'll see. We'll see. Let's get into this week's playoff game. Whoa, I didn't or Danny, you, Danny, you had some comments. Yeah, you had some comments on the game. I, I know I said I would be quiet, but that was short lived. Yeah, short-lived. I thought you said you were gonna speak about it. <laughs> what kind of that um so the over the the opening touchdown for the Browns that kind of reminded me of, I forget which Super Bowl it was, uh, but it was when the Broncos and the Seahawks played and that happened to Peyton Manning. Uh, and wasn't it the Panthers? I thought it was the <sighs> Broncos versus the Panthers. No, I don't think the Broncos and Panthers have played a, a Super Bowl. No, or no, they have. Yeah. But no, that was with Cam Newton. Yeah, that's what he was. Cam yeah, Newton. but that was when Peyton Manning wasn't as good anymore. Like this was like Peyton Manning. He was like it was 2013, I believe. Legion of Boom, and he was just putting up ridiculous numbers. And then he went up against Seattle, and they just got taken to the woodshed. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, that's what it kind of reminded me of. And I, I, I don't know, Cleveland. They were playing prevent defense for a lot of the second half, so I know Big Ben was able to like get these big, huge pass plays and stuff. But, I mean, the Cleveland defensive backs, they were giving them so much of a cushion. It was just – they were just trying to eat up time. Oh, yeah. So, I don't necessarily know if the defense was uh, suspects, but I guess time will tell when they go up against Patch Mahomes. Yeah, I think it was all it was all Ben, but don't break yeah, defense a... and just hold them off, hold them off. Yeah, let's get into uh, this week's games. Um, really excited about this weekend's playoff games. Just a good matchup everywhere you look. We've got Rams, Packers. Uh, Danny, who are you going to take for this week, Rams or Packers? I'm going to go Packers, man. As much as I hate to say it, just MVP Aaron Rodgers just, man, dude, he is just playing on another level right now. Um, Ram- I be- The Rams have a great defense, though. I just uh, – it's just hard to stop Aaron Rodgers right now, man. It really is. So I just, I at at Lambeau Field, I got to go with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Danny for the Packers. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. However, I've learned my lesson, and that Rams defense is legitimate. I think the Packers win, but I think it's pretty close. I think that uh, that quarterback that doesn't have a thumb that you were talking about, Danny, I think he plays pretty well because the Packers' defense isn't superb. <laughs> um, you don't apparently need a thumb to throw some touchdowns, but uh, I think it's a close one. I'm taking the Packers at home. It's hard to go against the MVP. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Rams in this one. Uh, if they keep if they play defense like they did last week, they've got a really good shot. And the Packers, we've seen the Packers struggle against teams that can run the ball really well. And I think the Rams last week proved that they're they can they can just commit to Cam Akers for the entire game if they need to. Um, so I'm gonna take the Rams, uh, even though they're up at Lambeau. Um, I think they win one probably by no more than four points, though. Three three points, probably. Close one, but I'll take the Rams. 
Second game we're going to get into here, we've got Ravens versus Bills. Corey, I'll throw it right back to you. Sure. you uh, I'm going to take the Bills. I think that they're just going to be a little too much to handle for, for the Ravens. This is another one where I've learned my lesson, though. I think it's close. I think it's a shootout despite – Despite the Rams' defense being pretty good, um, I think they're going to go back and forth quite a bit. We're going to see that run, I mean, quarterback uh, run a lot, not throw. And then I think we're going to we're going to see Josh Allen throw it over the top and dunk on him a few times. So I'm taking the Bills. Yeah, Danny, who do you, who are you going to take for this one? Ravens or Bills? Bills Mafia, man. I just got to keep riding that bandwagon. I I I love Josh <laughs> Allen. I think they're the only team right now that can beat the Chiefs. So, uh, you know, I know Mar Jackson, he had a he had a pretty good game this past weekend. Uh but uh, man, in Buffalo, I just got to take the Bills here. Yeah, going to be a clean sweep for the Buffalo Bills here. I'm going to take Buffalo as well. Uh, I, I like Buffalo probably to jump out ahead, and then they've got a good enough defense to where if we, if, if they can just sit back on Lamar Jackson and, and they know he has to pass, then I don't see the Ravens having a chance to come back in that game. So I'm going to take the Bills as well. Game three for the weekend, we're looking at the Browns versus the Chiefs. Uh, I'll go first on this one. I'm going to take the Chiefs. It's not really a uh, surprising pick. Um, although the Chiefs lost their last game of the season, they've been on break. Uh, hopefully there's no rust with the Chiefs. Um, but I, I've i seen it too many times. The Chiefs can just play with their food, man. They let a team go up 14 and they shrug it off. Remember they were they were beating or they were losing to the Texans last year by like 24 points in the first quarter. They were winning at halftime, <laughs> so uh, this this Chiefs team is just so potent. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take the Chiefs. Uh, Danny, what about you? What about I you? I mean, so this was one of the topics that we talked about a few weeks because they lost that last week. They were benching all their starters, so they didn't. Ha- they all had all their backups in, and they lost their Chargers. And I asked you guys, you know, do you think because they're gonna get a first round bye, do you think that's gonna affect their play because they're gonna have two weeks off in between games? Uh, I know they can turn it on, but man, two weeks is that's a lot of rust can build up between now and then. I'm going, I, I'm going the Browns here. Yeah, going the Browns. Go. All right, Corey. Surprise, uh, surprise, surprise. Taking, I'm riding with my boys. I'm, I'm in the dog pound. The Browns are going to take this one. I think this is going to be the highest scoring game in playoff history, though. Neither team has a defense worth talking about. Both teams know how to score fast, quick, and in a hurry. I think this is going to be, you know, round two of Baker Mayfield, Patrick Mahomes when he, you know, when it was Oklahoma and Texas. Or uh, is it Texas Tech? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw all those highlights, like, pop up. Oh, up yeah. In the I think they're going to go back and forth, and I think this is going to yeah. be an old-fashioned shootout. All right. Two for the Browns, one for the Chiefs. And finally, the last game of the weekend, we've got a, a matchup that I've been salivating for in the Bucks versus the Saints. As soon as I heard that Tom Brady was going to the Bucks, I was like, nice. We're going to get it twice a year, Brady versus Drew Brees. Obviously, Drew Brees owned him twice, so it wasn't very exciting. But I think that there's he, he's not going to lose three times in one season to Drew Brees at, or to one team just in general. So I'm going to take the Bucks in this one. 
Uh, Corey, uh, I've got to agree. Bucks I'm going to go with the Bucks. I know it's normally about the King, but when you come for the GOAT, you best not miss. And I think that, uh, I don't think they can get it done a third time. I, I think they're going to miss, and I think that Tom Brady will not miss. It's going to be another close one, I think. Um, this might be, you know, this might be the last time we see this matchup uh, from what I'm hearing. Um, so I'm going to take Tom Brady. You can't go against the GOAT. Yeah, this is the only game I'm actually going to the bar for. I'm gonna go watch it. I just I have to see Drew Brees versus Tom Brady in the playoffs, man. I just I have to. Uh, Danny, Bucks or Saints? Man, uh, you guys make some great. I I really like that mentality that no way Brady is gonna lose three times in a row in one season to the same team. But man, uh, I don't know. Saints have Saints have owned them. Saints have owned them this year. So uh, until I see other. Uh, man. I'm going to go with the Saints here. I'm going to go with the Saints and Drew Brees. Until I see otherwise. That was a game-time decision from Danny. He was not sure. There was. I was <laughs> I'm still struggling. I just, like, I don't believe in the Saints. I just, I don't know. I, for some reason, this year, the, the Saints have just had their number. I don't know what it is, but they've just had their number. All right, we shall see. Looks like a really fun slate of games this weekend. Let's shift gears. We're going to head into our buy or sell segment for this episode. We're going to head over to baseball. We've done a lot of football and basketball lately. Uh, Danny and I are in the Chicago area, so we are both Cubs fans. The buy or sell question for today is, can the Cubs return to the playoffs this year? Danny, I'll toss it over to you. First. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to by the mentality that they can make the playoffs just because I don't know if it's so much as their talent that they have on the team, but just that the rest of the division is just so bad. The rest of the division has really dropped off from 2016 where you saw the Cardinals have the best or the Cardinals pirates and the Cubs had the best uh, record in the entire major league baseball. And it's, it's dropped off since then. We saw the Brewers go to the NLCS in 2018, I believe. Um, I, I, man, I, I don't love the Cubs right now as a team, but just because the rest of the uh, Central Division is so weak, I could see them making the playoffs. Yeah, the, um, I'll, have to, I'll throw it over to Corey before my you, final thoughts. Corey, buy or sell? Our Chicago uh, Cubs are making. You know, the I'm gonna buy. I think your Cubs they could uh, they could squeak in, and I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's at all out of the question. Uh, they've got what did they just resigned. Um, Baez and Bryant, didn't they, I believe, to one-year deals? Um, yeah, they avoided, like, arbitration with them. so that Right. They, they got something there where they're still going to be with them. There's some continuity yeah, there. Like Danny made some really good points. And yeah. I think that I think they'll go to the playoffs. I'm not saying they're going to special, but making it's not out of the question. Yeah. Um, I'm – I'll probably I'll probably buy as well. I think I'm gonna buy. Um, like Danny said, I mean Milwaukee just seems like they've fallen off from their highs. Uh, I I know we lost two good pitchers in Lester and Darvish, but I'm hoping that we've maybe got a a pocket ace. You know, the next Kyle Hendricks somewhere in there. I hope um, so. Baez and Bryant get our pitchers. and Bryant need to step up though as well. Um, just a down year. I mean, they were still good last year, but it just wasn't. They just could didn't put it together at the end. 
Um, so I'll take them to make the playoffs again this year. Um, let's wrap it up with some final sports thoughts. Uh, looking at it, the Jets just uh, hired their new coach. They've also they're also sitting there with the number two pick. Uh, Danny, quickly to you, who do you think they should take with that number two pick? Well, I guess I think hmm, I don't know if they believe in Sam Darnold or not. I really don't. I guess it's really going to depend on the new coaching staff, and they can decide for themselves if they want to ride with Sam Darnold and maybe. So it, here's the thing. If they're not going to take a starting, if they're not going to take Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence, whoever is sitting there at number two, they should trade back and get another couple uh, number one draft picks or first round draft picks, um, and I don't know, use use it to surround Sam Darnold with more talent, more protection on his offensive line. But man, it's you really don't get an opportunity to get a number one pick too often unless you're the Cleveland Browns. So you just gotta. I mean, if you. I don't they, – they're – like, they, those are franchise quarterbacks that are sitting right there, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. So, I mean, do you really want to be known as the team that's going to pass on one of those two? I could see the new coaching staff coming in and just wanting to start with their own guy and take whoever's sitting there. So, I, I if I was them, I would take one of the uh, starting uh, – Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence just out of fear that I would not want to be the next um, – Ryan Pace passing on a franchise quarterback. <laughs> Ouch. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. C- Corey, who do you think the Jets should take with that number? I don't. Pick? I don't think they should take anyone. I think they trade back. Um, I don't think drafting out of fear is a good move. I understand that coming from a Bears fan. Um, that, you know, <laughs> drafting Trubisky would make me draft in fear too. I mean, the Browns drafted terribly for years. I'm right there with you. I know exactly how that feels. So, I think you have to be smart. I mean, when when he was in the draft, Sam Darnold was hailed as a franchise quarterback too. And unlike these guys coming out now, I mean, I realize Trevor Lawrence is Trevor Lawrence. You know, he's to be the best quarterback in that draft. Um, but Sam Darnold was given a lot of the same hype and not quite to that degree, but he got a lot of that same hype. And he should actually shown some flashes of talent in, in NFL competition. So – I'm I'm not sold that they need to go after a quarterback. I think Sam Darnold can get it done. I think they need to get him protection and uh, some weapons. Yeah, I think I I agree that they need to get him some protection. And then what I've seen is that the the left tackle on the board from Oregon, Penny Sewell, is supposed to be just elite. Um, so I I would consider taking him at number two. Um, I know they've got about $70 million in cap space coming up this year, so they've got plenty of money to make some moves. Um, if you can get an all-world left tackle, that's also not a bad idea. Keep your franchise quarterback upright. Um, we've seen that. I mean, if they could may- make a trade like the, the Bills did to get them a, a receiver like Stephon Diggs or something, um, I think they could definitely take Penny Sewell at number two um, and then work their magic uh, in the trades few trades maybe and the free agents but I also see them I, I think they should stick with Sam Darnold and I'm not sure he got a, he's gotten a fair shakedown so far playing for that just terrible Jets team um, so yeah we shall see come draft night uh, second sports thought let's just get into it um, I don't think we get to talk to you about the Nets trade too much Corey 
Are they the new favorites for the NBA title? Or are you still sticking with the uh, Lakers? I'm going to stick with the Lakers first? for now. I have to see what this Nets team can do. I mean, they've got a bunch of pieces that are famous for having trouble with working with other players. I mean, Kyrie Irving didn't even want to play basketball the other day, and now he's facing like a $50,000 fine and up to $800,000, like basically financial uh, penalties for going to that party with his family with no mask or something. This dude... I think Stephen A. just called for him to retire the other day. I, I can't, I can't believe in them to win it all until mm-hmm. I see how hard yeah, he plays with that. Kevin Durant. At this point, I'm discounting Kyrie Irving until he decides he actually wants to play basketball again. Um, Kevin Durant can carry a team. I could see him getting through the East with the rest of that team around him, even without Harden. But I can't see him winning it. It depends on what Harden and KD we get, and if Kyrie decides he wants to actually play. Yeah, those are good, definitely good points. Danny, what, what do you think? Are the Nets the new Yeah, because I'm just trying to think about who who they would be going up against. I, I, I know the Miami Heat are a good little up-and-coming team right now, a good story. That's so patronizing. <laughs> but they don't necessarily have the – they don't have the fire – they just don't have the <laughs> firepower that, like, if the Nets – like, if Kyrie came back, James Harden came back – or, sorry, if James Harden, like, was a good team player and – Man, it's just like if they can actually play like a team and not just play as three alphas, I, I, you have to take them, right? But at this point, their track record hasn't shown that. So I would take the field uh, instead of the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I'm going to agree. At this point, at this time, without having seen any continuity and knowing that it does take a while to, I mean, they're all phenomenal players, but. The Lakers do have the cohesiveness and, um, you know, so, and they do have LeBron and AD and LeBron doesn't look like he's slowing down. Guy just is an absolute beast. Um, Although I I am looking, it's like, why can't we get LeBron versus KD when KD's not loaded? (laughs) Yeah. Did you guys see that video that went viral where Uh, the guy was pretending to be LeBron uh, and he like called Kyrie or whatever and he's yelling, I'm 36. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't awesome, do that video, dude. but that's, that was funny as so. well. <laughs> All right. That was good, guys. Um, wrap it up. How, <laughs> how was your guys' water today? Was that nice and crisp? <laughs> Much needed, man. You can, it, I, it's obviously, I think, one of the most underrated drinks because – I don't know. It just it just slaps when you're thirsty and you can just chug some water. Oh man, dude, that just it just hits different. Agree. My kombucha was pretty good. Uh, didn't end up finishing it. It's pretty strong, um, but definitely um, a nice fresh drink. Uh, with that, we're gonna wrap up today's episode. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next week, and we'll recap everything that happened this weekend in the NFL playoffs and any other headlines that pop up. Thanks, guys.